0: Hi guys. Welcome back to the Hope and Pray podcast. It has been so forking long. Okay, and I have reasons why, (laughs) but I have been wanting to podcast literally every week. I just have not been in a good headspace. Um, And I think I am starting to, I'm starting to get there. You know, I think it's always an up and down battle. And also, I've been keeping my brain busy, and so when you start to settle down and you start to, like, actually have some time to be by yourself and have your own thoughts, um, it's just a lot that hits your brain all at once. So, I, it's just been a lot going on. So, we're gonna get right into it. I know a lot of you guys already know some of the things that are going on in my life, but for those that don't and those that are wanting to know what's going on and why I haven't posted each week, um, here's why. So, let's jump right into it. And literally today's episode is just me, just me. <laughs> Welcome back. I appreciate anybody and everybody who's listening. Um, so, as you guys know, I wanted to build this podcast for forever. And I was so excited because we actually, I hadn't told the podcast just yet, but I did film a podcast that, or record a podcast that um, said that we were buying a house. So, That is one of the updates, the first update, we bought a house, and we bought that house three months ago now, and a month into buying that house, it burned down, and I don't have every single detail, I, my, let's just, like, be, you know, like, first things first, I'm okay, my daughter's okay, and my husband's okay, and our pets are okay. Um, we are back at my parents' house for a little while until our house is rebuilt. I cried a lot. I, my family grieved a lot. Um, you don't ever think that this is something that's going to happen to you. And when it does, you're in literal shock. And the other thing that I want to say is I am very grateful for my in-laws because the day of the fire, my daughter seen the entire fire when we got there and um, she's traumatized. And so I, I'm just thankful for them because they went and they took her and they enjoyed the day with her to kind of get her mind off of it while we dealt with everything after. And um, I just want to say that if somebody's, House is on fire. Okay, I understand that there's concern for people, and I understand that I understand that there's concern, I understand that. People are worried, and people want to know, and, you know, it's a fire. Like, I get it. Um, my thing is, is after you worry, after you go and make sure that the family is okay, don't stare. Like, I, I know it's easier said than done, but honestly, we felt like we were a show, and people were just watching us and people would drive to see the house like it was insane within the like the first couple days like we had to be at the house picking through everything and just getting in order like calling insurance doing all these things that we never knew we had to do and we had to just suck up the emotions until we could process everything later when when you only have a certain amount of time, apparently, to call insurance and let them know what's going on and have the gas company come out, like, and turn off everything just because it is hazardous. Like, there's so many things that we did not know. We didn't even know, like, what insurance company we had. Like, we have to we had to figure it out because when we got our house, like, we put our insurance connected with our house. So, like, we really didn't even know the company, we just knew that we made sure we were covered completely because we already had bought a house previously, um, years, four years ago. So um and I had great financial people around me that were just helping us do that. So um we had to focus on all that and while we were focusing on all that when we were outside and and when we're we're staring at the house, I remember there was this lull after the fire, where all all five fire departments came out after they left, after all the uh, fire or police departments left, there was this lull, where Daniel and I just stood there staring at each other and staring at the house, like, and just crying, like, I mean, I know I was crying a lot, um, my husband is a police officer, so he is, he knows how to, like, turn it on, and he, like, well, he knows... How to be in an emergency situation, I guess, and so he didn't process until later on, which was recently, but that's his story, and this is mine so um, yeah, it just when we were standing outside, I felt like I was a animal in a zoo, and people would drive to our house, hearing the news, hearing the news on the radio, and stuff like that, not to say like I'm you know Kim Kardashian or anything, no, but like apparently people fire chase, and they, like, go to these things, and then also companies will start to, like, drive around your house, like, reconstruction companies, because it's a payday for them, and I'm, like, crying, because I just felt like, like, I'm on, I'm being posted for everyone to see my biggest fall, like, just... We finally built our lives back up from the NICU and selling our house and getting out of debt, like, doing all those things to now giving my daughter a room and it being completely taken away. Like, people who are coming to these houses and you're you're chasing these fires, like, you don't understand how you're making the family feel. And I understand some of you guys have great intentions, but the thing is, is that you guys need to let them and us breathe for a second, like, it was so, it, it, it shouldn't even be embarrassing, but it, it was embarrassing, and it was a, a feeling that I would never want to feel ever again, like, it just felt like all of the things, like, you, you know how, like, you're embarrassed, but you can hide it normally, like, you can go home, or you can, you know, hide it behind a desk, or hide it behind whatever, like, hide it behind a phone, like, you, in that moment, there's no hiding, our windows are busted out, our, our roof is cut open, thank God we had a brick house, because our entire house would have been melted, like, and I, it's hard, because, like, you, I said I wasn't going to (laughs) cry, you say like, you know, oh, it's going to be okay and just be thankful that you're okay and your kids are okay and your husband's okay. Like, that is what I tell myself and that is what I told myself every single day from that moment on because I didn't want to feel like I was being materialistic and I didn't want to feel like I was being selfish or I was being you know like ungrateful because i had this opportunity and i i bought this house with my husband and we started to build a life again and you know and i i still have the house you know what i mean like things can be rebuilt and i understand that but like it's the the significance of the house um it's the what it It's just what I just said. It's what it stands for. It's the we're finally starting over. It's the you know like my daughter has her own room. It's so many things that most don't know. Like we didn't have a kitchen before. Like there, there's just so many things. I mean, we had a kitchen in my parents' house, of course, but like in our in the basement, like we didn't have a kitchen. We had a kitchenette, and so it's just so. There's just so many things that like. You have no idea how good it feels to have your own space. And while I appreciate my parents, like, having your own is like nothing else. And having it for a month and it being taken away from us in a month was... I can't even explain to you because, like, how we made it our own was insane In such a short time, and how the just the corks of the house. The house was a really old house, and we loved every single cork in that house. It had a light dimmer from like the 70s, and I I wanted to keep it. I literally showed everybody that light dimmer when they came in to see the house, um, family and friends, and I showed them um, an antique. a can opener that was on the wall and uh, just so many things, these little pocket doors and um, in the bathroom, there was like a little heater over the, the shower. Like there were so many things that were from that time. And also the little milk cabinet thing that goes from the outside of your house to the inside of your house. Like I will forever miss those things because they were vintage, they were a part of the story of the house before us, and I got to hear a little bit about the person, the man, and the wife, and and the kids, like, the family that lived there before us, and I know that a lot of people are, like, it's just a house, but for me, it's not. It's a place where I want to have a family, and I I, or I do have a family, but you know what I mean? Like, I want to grow my family, and I want to have experiences in this house, and have family over, and family feel welcome to stay, and it's a place that you build your life. It is where you spend 50%, 60% of your life. You're home every single day, unless on vacation, and even when you're on vacation, you're wishing that you were where. At home, majority of the time, especially when you have kids, <laughs> so you're wishing that you were home. So it's just a lot. It, it's been a lot. It's been the fire happened June seventh, and it is now September, or it's about to be September. We're on August thirtieth, I believe. Um, and it's it's just been a journey. It's been three months, almost three months, and a lot hasn't been done. I'm very thankful for my realtor and her family. Um, if it wasn't for them, like, a lot of the things wouldn't be moving as quickly as they are to be, to rebuild our house. They cleaned the house out, like, the week of just because they didn't want the smell to sit in the wood and, and get worse. I, I know we've talked to a lady who lost her entire house and she said even when they rebuilt you still smell the smell in it and I'm like that's I don't want that you know like it's kind of traumatizing so I'm really thankful to them and um yeah it's just been a long process and I've been going through a lot we've been going through a lot and we're just trying to stay strong and and we've persevered I got a job just because I needed to keep my brain from exploding um, so I got a part-time job it's a great job I love it so far it sometimes can be overwhelming but it, it fuels me and I get to help other people and so that's been great uh, I still love this podcast and I think about it every single day I want to continue this podcast, and I realize even more now that I am very into pregnancy, and I'm I'm very into NICU life, and I'm very into also just mom life. Like that is who I am, and. I just, even though my daughter now is four, like, going to be five, like, I still remember the times when she was in, in the NICU, and I still remember the hardships that we went through and all this, and I just, I wish I had somebody that I could talk to, you know, and so I am very, very, very passionate about that, that is why I love this podcast so much, and I just, I want to grow that audience, and I need to figure out how to do that, um, but, and getting guests on here because I, I lost kind of contact of the people that I had lined up because of everything going on in my life, and I just kind of shut off, um, I just want to say I have, through this entire experience, like, I, I not only have the best in-law family and, you know, family and My husband is amazing, but I want to say that I have some of the best friends that I will ever have in my life, and I will remember this for the rest of my life because I know that the Nikki was such a big, monumental thing for me, but this, this, me losing my house was like nothing compared to... I mean, the NICU was a different type of hurt, you know, as well as this is a different type of hurt, but this is, the NICU people can show that they are there for you and things like that, but they don't, they don't understand necessarily, and they also can't necessarily be there 100% for you, but with something like this, we're not, con- or restricted to who can come in and who can come out and all that stuff. It's like, no, I'm going to call you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a post. I'm going to try and help you guys financially. Like there there's so many things that you can do to help. And I just want to say normally I'm not like a I'm going to list everybody out, but family-wise, you guys all know who you guys are and I really appreciate you guys and I love you guys. My brother, you know, and my madrina like he like talked me through that first week because i literally could not like i could barely keep it together um but i really want to say thank you to my neighbors Amanda and Nick and their kids and Jim <laughs> but Amanda and i have become really good friends we are literal best friend neighbor besties and i am just so thankful for her because at that moment it was like this pivotal point that I didn't even know was happening and where God was like, you need this person in your life. And this is what, I guess this is how you're going to become close. Like Amanda opened up that door. I remember on the day of the fire and she looked at me and she, I was crying and she just waved at me to come to her house. And so she met me halfway and I started crying. Zola was crying in her arms. I was crying in her arms and we went inside her house and her kids. Like you guys, I can't even explain to you how amazing it is for her kids to welcome and welcome us in their house with open arms, as well as welcoming like her husband welcoming us and her welcoming us and her crying like we've known each other for decades, and it was just I'm getting like emotional because it was just such an emotional experience and it was. Such a uh mind boggling, but also like remember like thinking like wow, there are good people still out there in this world, and also like these people are literally amazing, and I get to call them my neighbors. Like I get to live next to them, I get to build a relationship with them, I like I I love them. Like it's it's so weird. (laughs) But I just wanted to say thank you to them and then Lastly, but not unimportant, I want to say thank you to my best friends, Atia, Lucy, Michaela. Like I appreciate you guys more than you know. Lucy and Atia, oh God, you guys have no idea. Like I, I am not somebody who asks for much. I don't ever ask to borrow anything. Um, I'm usually the one helping, and I am not somebody who boasts what I do, right, for other people. Because I believe that everyone struggles, and if you have it, then why not give it? Why not try and help somebody else? And in this moment, I didn't even ask. I just let them know what was going on you know, to keep them in the loop. And I didn't want them finding out over social media or anything like that. They are really close friends of mine. And I mean, they're like, we grew up together. So um, they just automatically knew what we were going to need. And they helped us raise money on a GoFundMe account, which ended up, helping us tremendously. You have no idea how much it helped because throughout that week, we ended up having so many issues, um, having a place to stay because I got it. It was a long story, but I got into it with my dad and it was just not a good week at all. And my dad and I are good now, but it's just with high emotions. High emotions are against high emotions. It's not a good situation, so, um, but anyways, I am truly thankful for my friends, they were there for me, uh, Michaela, you literally texted me, like, every five seconds, making sure that I'm okay, calling me, coming to visit me, like, I, again, I can't thank you guys enough, and I will fight for your guys' relationships till the end of time, you'll never get rid of me, Um, it sounds psychotic, but, um, and I just want to say thank you. I, I want to say thank you for having the most purest hearts and the most love for me because that takes a lot to do. Um, and I want to say thank you for continuously checking on me and Lucy, 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 I can't even express to you how much I'm thankful because I know that it's easy for you to do because it's me and you and we've been friends since eighth grade. But um you opened your house up to me those following days and I am so thankful to you. And I'm so thankful to Sebas and Oscar and Daniel and I and Zola all love you guys so much. You you know that. And um I just appreciate you and I appreciate our friendship because I talked a lot to you, I, I, I can't even get into it, because, you know, I'm gonna cry, so I just want to say thank you, and that I love you so much, oh my god, okay, I love you guys, and <laughs> that topic, so, yes, our house caught on fire, and we're getting better, um, Oh, and I also want to say, I said, my in- Hey guys, uh, sorry, the, the audio got a little messed up, so this is going to be the part two to the first one, um, and I left off on the house and thanking everybody who's there. And so it's a new day. <laughs> But, um, I just, I kind of just want to, like, touch on what I had just talked about, and then kind of get into what life is like now. So, um, I, I'm very thankful for everybody that has been there for me and for my family, and I just want to say, and I know this is funny, but, um, I do hope and pray that I, our lives get back on track, and I keep saying that, and I keep thinking, like, what is the track that I'm talking about, because you know how you feel like a failure as an adult, or you feel like you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing as an adult, and then you sit there and think, like, what are the things that you're supposed to be doing as an adult? Buying a house, buying a new car, working, getting a better job, you know, finding your footing in your career. Like, I feel like those things can happen at any time in your life and in your adult life. And just because you're 26, this is how old I am, and you're figuring things out, still, that's okay. Like, sometimes I feel like because I have a daughter, and um, I've lived so much life that I'm older than I am. And a lot of people will tell me that when they talk to me, they think that I'm older. But then when they meet me, they're like, Oh my god, you look like a lot younger. And I thank my genes for that. But um, I'm like, if if you were to ask me how I feel, it's that I feel like I've I've lived a thousand lives, (laughs) and I'm only 26, so I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to get and change my mindset to be that I I don't need to race for this end-all be-all, this white picket fence, nine-to-five, you know what I mean? Like, I've already, like, pushed the nine-to-five narrative, and so I'm at this place where it's like, you also it's nice that you have a house and all this stuff but the actual goal should just be to live life and to enjoy life and to live life debt-free and you know like that was this one of the biggest things Daniel and I are working on now is like even so much so like we mean debt-free completely we mean no house payment we mean no car payments like those are the norms in our society and we don't want that to be our norm because you have half for some all of your paychecks going to your car notes and your house. And it's like when do you get to enjoy your life, you know? And that's not the life that I want and it's I know it's not the life my husband wants. We 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 want and we are striving for a life of freedom. And a life of that we make our money work for us rather than the other way around. And we just, we want to have balance in our life. We want to be able to go on vacation because we want to. You know what I mean? Like, if my husband's having a rough week at work, we can just take that week off and go somewhere. And, you know, we're slowly getting to that place. But we still have some obstacles, and it's, listening to Dave Ramsey, I believe it's his name, um, but listening to him, and he always says, and so does his daughter, and I actually read his daughter's book, um, it's not a race, it's a marathon, and so I constantly tell myself that over and over again, because there are days where I get in my head about things, and I'm like, why are we there yet, you know, but then I start to, like, think about all the small things that have, that make that big picture look even better, so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, get into that mindset, and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to talk to myself and tell myself, you know, like, this house will happen when it's supposed to happen, you know, it'll be done when it's supposed to be done, and I can't, force it. It's something that's completely out of my control and that's okay. I just need to be patient. I tell my daughter patience, patience, patience every single day and sometimes I think I forget it myself because sometimes I feel like we've had so much patience the last four years that like I just want to control this part of of my life. But I can't and that's okay. I'm just gonna take it one day at a time, as I said before, and live life. so that's a little bit about why I stopped doing the podcast, why I took a break, why everything has like just halted in my life. um so I just wanna like give you guys a little bit of an update since all of that happened. So now we are at my parents' house again, um the house is being rebuilt it has not started being rebuilt we're on month three as I said in the beginning of the podcast we're on month three since the fire and you know what I am thankful for our contractor because I my husband told me and I have talked to other victims of house fires and their houses it took them a year two years to even get done So, or even to start. So, I'm very thankful because the clean-out is already done and the rebuilding process is going to start within the next few weeks, from my understanding. So, I am very thankful for them. I'm thankful for my insurance company. I say that very, very lightly, but I am because, you know what, they did their due diligence very quickly, knowing my situation, knowing... um that my daughter, you know, is, is, I still have to look at her as a preemie. And so, um, we need to make sure that the house is completely good with the smoke and, and all the, the smell of the smoke. Um, and just make sure that the air in there is purified. So, um, which we are doing. So I'm very thankful for them. Um, and, again, I can't force things. I have to just kind of go with the flow. So that's what I'm trying to do. Um, it's not easy. I will say that. But, yeah. So that's where the house is right now. It's still boarded up. And I hate it, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I keep telling myself. Hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um now, life now, like I said, I am working on Bro2 more than ever. I am trying to build Bro2's business back up as well as I'm working at another job Um, and it's fun and I only work three days a week. I don't, you know, I'm not working like crazy uh, just because I wanted to still keep that home life balance and I don't want in daycare, so excuse me, so I just, I'm taking it one step at a time, and I'm very, very cautious of my mental health, because as somebody who does suffer from endometriosis and PCOS and um, depression and anxiety, like, and I say endo and PCOS because I get a lot of depression from that, um... So, yeah, I, I am trying to be very, very cautious of overworking myself because, mind you, I'm still working for O2 and, you know, still being a full-time mom, um, so I'm trying to be very cautious of overworking myself and not letting myself go into this downward spiral and being depressed and in pain and, like, yeah, um... I also have to watch with my bones and all of that, a different osteoporosis, so I'm just being very, very cautious. On that, Zola has started her second year of preschool, and she's doing really well. Uh, so far, so far so good today. She had a little bit of a, I don't want to go, but they let her take her baby, and she was pretty cool with that um, I told them they better not lose it, because if they lose it, we're gonna have problems, because Zola will not go to bed without it, she won't do anything without it, so, um, yeah, uh, let's see, what else, what else, what else, um, I am trying to grow this podcast, as I said, and so if you guys, if somebody wants to be on, please let me know, I am completely open to having more guests on, and I just want to say thank you guys for being there for me, and um, Daniel's doing well, he is, we're, you know, we're working together, we are really, really working together, and I am very thankful for my husband, because it, sometimes it can get really hard doing it alone, and I'm just glad I don't have to, so um, yeah, I think that's it, though, uh, (laughs) I just want to say thank you guys for listening and tuning in, and please, if somebody wants to be on the podcast, let me know, this is, I think podcasting is what I actually want to do with my life, like, I love podcasting, I love making YouTube videos and all that, but I also don't necessarily love making YouTube videos, but, like, as you guys can tell, I can talk to myself for, like, hours. I can talk to people for hours. Like, I am very good at that. So, um, I really want to go somewhere with this. I, of course, I love Hope and Pray, and I, I want Hope and Pray to be a place for, um, struggles and things like that. But I do plan on having a uh, another podcast with a friend of mine and I won't go too much into that but um we are looking for names still and we are trying to figure out the logistics because um the podcast quote unquote studio which was supposed to be my guest room um in our house now we can't do it currently so we're going to try and figure something else out but um Yes! Oh my God! I just got a text message, you guys, that from my contractor. We've been waiting for this con- this permit literally for two weeks. It's been this back and forth, going back and forth. Well, he has, and again, I I can't even tell you how appreciative I am of my contractor. You guys have no idea. Like, I'm sure I'm crazy, I'm sure, like, I have a headache for him, and he is still, like, super awesome, and does things without even telling me that he's doing them, because he knows that they're probably gonna stress me out, and will, once he's almost there getting it finished, or, like, once, if I text him or something, he'll tell me, but... nine times out of ten I try to leave him alone a bit um, because I know that if he's not reaching out then there's something happening and I don't want to know what's happening because if I do know then I get anxiety and I I get angry so he just texted me though and said we got the permit so we got the permit to start rebuilding our house and this is what we were waiting for oh my god I'm so excited sorry I'm really excited, and I can't wait to tell Daniel, and, um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening, and I can't wait for next week's episode, I'm gonna try and get somebody on the pod to kind of talk about other people's lives, I don't really want to talk about mine right now, um, but I love you guys so much, and thank you for listening to the Hope and Pray podcast, and I'll see you guys next week, bye!